This is a fun day. It's episode one of the Single Christian Woman podcast, and I am so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to talk all about relationships. Specifically, I'm going to talk about the three relationships that have the greatest potential to bring you happiness and joy. But before I do that, we're going to have a bonus relationship, and that's the relationship that you and I are going to forge over this podcast. That relationship begins today, my gorgeous friend. You and I are beginning our friendship today. So let's get started. Are you tired of feeling you don't measure up? What if happiness and the value of your life has absolutely nothing to do with your marital status or the number of children you have? Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Lamar. Listen, my gorgeous friend, I know what it's like not to measure up. You see, I failed to check all the boxes of life in the expected time frame. Then I realized the truth. God truly loved me and had so much more in mind for me than a life of fear and doubt about being single or anything else. And I'm here to share what I've learned. So if you're ready to discover and live the life God designed with you in mind, This is the podcast for you. I want to start off with what is part of the best, one of the best things about friendships. Let me say that. And that is understanding. And I want you to know that I understand you. I understand what it's like not to feel like you measure up. I understand what it's like to believe for so long that something's wrong God must be holding out on you or is mad at you, that somehow you're not good enough, that you don't matter. And sometimes those things can spring forth from being single and not having children of your own. And you can be single in lots of, you know, for lots of different reasons. There's I never got married. I chose not to get married. It was a conscious choice. It can be um, divorce, widow, whatever it might be that makes you kind of define part of your definition of yourself as being single. I want you to know that I understand. A little bit about me that helps with our our friendship is that I grew up a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and still am. I am a member of that faith. I am a Christian woman just like you. And part of the Christian culture is that families are important and fundamental to God's plan, and to our experience here on earth as humans. And we are taught to get married and have babies. At least that's what I was taught to do. And it was also taught to happen in a certain time frame, beginning at like age 12. Well, probably before that, but anyway, I remember being taught that and being taught the expectations, or at least I believed I was taught that and taught the expectations when I was a beehive, all the way through Laurel lessons in young women's, and then into my single adult years, young single adults and mid-singles, and then just plain old old singles. (laughs) I'll just say that. And then to add to that reinforcement, it was common. Isn't it interesting that it's common for people to ask, well, why aren't you married? Or they'll offer their advice on what you should do to get married. I remember once somebody told one of my friends, you got to go to the BYU so that you can find yourself a man, which is interesting. As I think back on that, 
no one ever offered up any other options. I don't recall any lessons or discussions about um, ideas or paths that were other than not being married and having and motherhood being part of my life. If those things didn't come my way or if I chose not to do them, I don't remember any discussion about that. And then it's also interesting is that nobody ever really expressed much interest in me outside of my marital status or my kids. It's even interesting now when I'm with girlfriends that have children that when they talk about what's going on in their lives, they don't talk about what's going on in their lives. They talk about what's going on in their children's lives. So it's just interesting how integral it is in the makeup of a woman. So it's easy to believe that something was wrong with me. At least I found it easy for me to believe that, that maybe God was holding out on me, that um, somehow I wasn't simply good enough to be a wife or mom, and that meant I didn't matter. So I was living single. Sometimes I was super happy about it. Sometimes I was super unhappy about it, but usually a mix of both. And when I had the mix, there was some guilt about being happy and not being married, not having kids. Also came with anxiety and fear and doubt. Yep. And tick, 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 tick. Time's running out. It took me a long time to learn the truth, the truth that God loves me and that he has so much more in mind for me than living a life of fear and doubt about being single, not being a mom or anything else. But once I leaned into that truth, it helped me to develop my trust in God, myself, and has developed the confidence to learn and go after all that God has in store for me. And so each week, I'm going to be sharing how I came to know the truth and to develop my trust in God and the confidence to live happy and joyous, even when you're single and even without children. So why a podcast for single Christian women? Well, I'm hoping that it will save you some time, some self-doubt, some worry, some wondering, and instead look forward with possibility and joy and happiness in your life. And so as part of this podcast, yours and my relationship and friendship is going to develop. I'm going to share personal stories and examples with you. We are going to laugh together. Maybe I'll be the only one laughing. I don't know. But I'm also going to cry probably. And so we'll cry together and everything in between. And I hope that through that you, and even now, are beginning to understand that I understand you. And that is important in our relationship. So let's move into the three relationships that have the greatest potential to bring you happiness and joy. So the first relationship is your relationship with God. I truly believe that God has designed an amazing life that's right here on earth right now and it's yours, the life that you have. I'm not talking about a God-designed life in that it's predestined, everything's chosen for you, it was meant to be, all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about a life where you have no agency or choice. I'm talking about the uniqueness of you, the talents and attributes and gifts that God has blessed you with, and the experiences that you've had that are uniquely yours, And I'm also talking about the weaknesses that God has blessed you with. Yes, they are blessings, and we'll talk about that. But there is only one person who has your unique mix of talents and attributes and gifts and experiences and weaknesses, and that's you. 
Do you see that, understand that about yourself, that there's only you that has the mix that God mixed together and life is mixed? Just you. So God designed a life just for you, one that includes happiness and joy? Probably not in the way you think, but it's there nonetheless, and we're going to find it. So in this podcast, I'm going to be diving into all the aspects of having a relationship with God. So these are just some of the things we're going to explore with what a relationship with him looks like. They're going to include practical and tactical things that you can do to improve your relationship with him, also to help you understand where you are in relationship to him now and where you want to be. We will look at what God says about marriage, about being single, about multiplying and replenishing the earth, and we're going to look at what he doesn't say about those things. We are going to push back and challenge what we think we know and what other th- others think we should be. We will dive into ways that God can help you solve problems, how he believes in you, and how you can increase your belief in his belief. I will give you some practical ways for you to learn what God is calling you to do. I'm not talking about the calling where you're called and sustained and set apart in church calling. I'm talking about unique life callings that are just yours. So let me pause here for a moment and tell you what this podcast is not about. So there's no misunderstanding. This is not a podcast about leaving your faith or God or protesting in some way. No, that is not the intention. The intention is that we just gently push against our thoughts and beliefs about being unmarried and childless and to make room to consider what else God has in store for you. We are not leaving God. We are staying close to him. So why is a relationship with God important? Well, he's the father. He's your perfect father, the father of your spirit, your heavenly father. As a member of my faith, I was taught and believed that I was born, and that before I was born, I'm sorry, before I was born, heavenly father knew me. I lived with him in a pre-earth home. Just like we read in Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. He knew me before I was born. He knows you. He knew you then. He knows you now. And we have so much potential, and Heavenly Father knows that potential. And we get to choose whether or not we choose to live the life God designed with us in mind. You get to choose. Your relationship with Heavenly Father is important. He's your perfect Father. He knows you best. He sees in you what you cannot see. And he believes in you when you cannot. And he can give you strength and power that you need when your willpower runs out. Because it will run out. Your motivation and willpower just have a short shelf life. But God's power is infinite. So we're going to tap into that. That's why this relationship is so important. So you increasing your understanding of God and your trust in him is part of why This relationship is so important to living a happy and joyous life. He knows the recipe, and in relationship with him, you know the the recipe. So relationship number two, relationship with one is the relationship you, you have with God. Relationship two is the one that you have with yourself. And I'm going to be bold and just tell you something right now that, um, I learned and continue to learn the relationship I have with myself is by far (laughs) the most challenging relationship I have. Sometimes I think it's others, but it's really not. It's me. 
And yet it's also the most rewarding relationship I have. And P.S., I get to work on it all the time because guess what? I'm always with me. So that's kind of fun. And it will be no different for you. It will be challenging. It will be hard, but it will be so rewarding. And as a coach, I specialize in relationships. And this is by far when my clients meet with me for their sessions, by far we spend the most amount of time in this area, the relationship they have with themselves. It is a catalyst to everything. So in this podcast, I'm going to teach you all the things that I know that can help you improve your relationship with yourself. So to help do that, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to tell you where I've been and where I am now and all the steps that I've taken to like myself, trust myself, and have the confidence to go after the life that God has designed with me in mind. And I want you to gain and understand those steps so that you can better understand yourself and increase your trust in yourself. So I've mentioned that a couple of times, understanding and trust, but they are key in any relationship and critical to healthy relationships. Understanding the other person and trusting the other person. Understanding yourself and trusting yourself. So we're going to talk about in this area, the relationship you have with yourself, all the things that we believe about ourselves, and we're going to challenge those beliefs. We are going to look at what we make it mean that we're single and childless or divorced or widowed or whatever the thing is, why we don't believe we don't measure up, why we're not good enough, and any other negative, self-defeating stuff we tell ourselves. We're going to talk about how rejection might be actually the best thing ever, what self-confidence is and is not, and how to increase it. And we're going to look at our past, our present, and our future selves. All of it. So in that area, you are going to come to understand the power of your emotions, what they mean, and how you can actually choose them, where they come from, how to process them, and how to manage them so they don't manage us, how to process them so that you're not just reacting to them or eating donuts to avoid them, that kind of thing. We're going to look at all of that. We're going to talk about how to become the heroine in your own story instead of the victim. And we're going to, I'm going to teach you how you have a choice to feel the feeling of love every single day, if you want to. We're going to talk about becoming who you want to become, not what someone else says you should be. You're going to step out of people pleasing and step into self-confidence. So that's relationship number two, the relationship you have with yourself. The first relationship was the relationship you have with God. And now we're going to talk about the last relationship, the relationship you have with your goals, dreams, and desires. Now, this may sound a little strange, but it is a relationship. You have a relationship with your goals and dreams and desires. You have a relationship with your future self, your past self, your current self. Even right now, in this moment, you get to choose who your future self will be who you will become, what you want for your future. That's important. Your relationship with your future self includes your goals and dreams and desires and understanding and trust is just as important in that relationship as the other two. You need to understand why you want what you want and to trust that it is yours if you want it. Trust that you can get it and live it. So we're going to talk about what you truly want. 
why you don't already have it. And who do you need to become to get it? Why does that other girl have it and I don't have it? We're going to look at all that stuff. Now listen, if one of your goals and dreams and desires is to date and get married, yay. That was one of mine and I achieved it. And so we're going to talk about all of that too. I understand that goal and desire. Again, I'm not here to say don't do it, but I just want you to be open to the possibilities of all the other things. Even once you do do it, there are possibilities that we don't consider. So I'm going to share all the things that I did and didn't do to get what I want, getting married. And we're going to talk all about the fact that men really do want you and how to know that for yourself. Tips to having fun while seeking men online, doing that dating online thing. I did that. It was super fun. So we'll talk about that. And fun and funny, I'll say. (laughs) So anyway, and the number one thing to consider before relocating for him. I did that. I moved from one state, many states east to be with him. So we'll look at things to consider before you do that. Ways to have fun and connect dating long distance. Obviously, I have experience with that, so I'll share some of that. The top five questions to ask and answer before you say I do to the proposal. We're going to consider things like husband auditions, not in a creepy, weird way. What being married does and doesn't say about you and any other goal and dream and desire that you have. We can talk about practical and tactical steps for those from weight loss to Um, growing um, a business to financial goals, overcoming any kind of addiction, anything that you want to stop doing or start doing, a goal and an aspiration, we'll talk about those things. So the relationship you have with your goals and dreams and desires is super fun. And through that relationship, your relationship with God will be strengthened and the one you have with yourself will be challenged and strengthened. They all meld together. And we're going to talk about practical and tactical steps to help you discover what you want, how to become who God sees you can become if you want to. You don't have to, but if you want to. And if you want to, how to align your will with his will. So fun. So you will be exposed to feeling all the feelings. You're going to think lots of thoughts. You're going to be challenged and you will come to believe you'll be challenged in what you have believed in yourself and about yourself, and to challenge those beliefs. So this is a super fun relationship. Again, understanding and trust are key in this relationship too. So let's wrap wrap up where we began with the bonus relationship, the one I started with, the relationship that you and I have and are starting just today. So along with understanding, another hallmark of a good friendship is that we trust and can rely on each other. And I want you to know You can retrust and rely on me. You can trust that each week on this podcast, I will be truthful, vulnerable, honest, and fearless as we dive into each of these three key relationships. The one you have with God, the one you have with yourself, and the one you have with your goals, dreams, and aspirations, the future you. Each episode is going to be chalk-filled with things about those relationships full of truth, honesty and vulnerability, as well as teachings and practical and tactical steps. Because these three relationships have the greatest potential to help you live joy and happy. Joy and happiness. Let's correct that. That kind of sounded weird for a minute, but I'm going to leave it in. So there you go. So who doesn't want more joy and happiness, right? All of us. 
So let's dive into these relationships so that we can get more joy and happiness. So now what? Two things. If you feel like you need to replay this episode and make a note of which relationship, the one you have with God, the one you have with yourself, or the one you have with your goals, dreams, and aspirations, the one that you struggle with the most, and then do one thing after that. DM me on Instagram or email me and tell me which one you struggle with most and what you would like to know that you feel would help you in that relationship. So my DM and my email are in the show notes and I will respond personally and will be sure to speak to your question in a future episode. I want to know what you want to hear, what you want to know. So I want to know what you want to know. So help me out. I have lots of ideas and I'd also like to hear from you. So please DM or email me. So thanks for listening to episode one of the Single Christian Woman podcast. It was fun spending time with you, my new friend, and I hope that you had fun with me, your new friend. So until next time, know that God loves you and that he has big plans for your life that you can have if you want to. See you next time. Well, thank you, my friend, for spending a slice of your day with me. I hope that you love today's topic. If so, please share this episode with all your single girlfriends. Also, I would love to hear how it inspired you, made you think, or reminded you of truth. Please take just a moment to do two things. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. Until next week, my gorgeous friend, know that God loves you and he has big things in store just for you.